Hi everyone, welcome to the Unity Podcast brought to you by Unibridge. I'm Yuncheng, your host for today. In our previous episode, we left off with Barnett and I discussing about the university application process, in particular the US system. So let's jump right in to hear more about Barnett's perspectives. Really a blessing, yeah, so um, I was really lucky and like like what you say, like, I think we you, if you have the chance to do so, just try to apply to more. Yeah. To yeah. I think another thing, I, I don't know whether you experienced this um, with the writing process, but like, um, y- usually how the deadlines work is uh, most of them are around the like first uh, week of, of the year, right? So um, most deadlines would be like 3rd January. Uh, and then that's for if you're on the regular cycle. If you have the early cycle, uh, I can't remember when EA deadline was, but I think it's somewhere at the end of October. And like yeah. book, like uh, Cal- California, uh, UCs, the University of California schools are all um, 30th November, something like that. And it's mm-hmm. easy to yeah. get into the sense like, oh, you have these like spaces of time in between where you can write essays. Um, but personally, I found that um, like after you've done one kind of deadline, like if you mm-hmm. still have a lot to write, like things get very, like squashed very easily. Um <laughs> And mm-hmm. then it just becomes like almost like panic writing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I d- did you have that experience as well? Yeah, that, that was exactly how I felt. Like towards the end, I oh, was gosh. just like, I felt like I was drowning. Yeah. Because I had like so many essays to go through. So, so uh, towards the end of it, I think the quality of the essays really fell off a cliff. Like towards yeah. the end of my application. Yeah. yeah. I, hold, I, I, I can absolutely agree. So like, I think main thing is just start early. The, the really interesting mm. thing about the essays is and and the thing that I took away from it, although it's quite painful, and obviously I'm very lucky to have a place in the US, but another thing that I really took away from it is like um, being able to communicate yourself well in these essays, right? And having mm-hmm. an appreciation for, for writing. Because like previously in like JC, you know, like, okay, I didn't take uh, any other like heavy writing classes other than GP because I was a science student. Mm-hmm. But it, it, and, and GP, we, we're, not, we're not usually... Um, we're like talking about I don't know some worldly issue that we don't really <laughs> understand much about we pretend very hard to understand something about it um, mm-hmm. but it gave me appreciation trying to write these essays and trying to communicate mm-hmm. myself and like communicate um, whatever values I have or like what I feel about the world and like that is mm-hmm. something that I'm taking forward with me that I want to improve um, and I think it's a skill that's important being able to uh, communicate effectively through the written word um, mm. what you want to say. Yeah. yeah. And actually, a lot of times, like, through writing those essays, it, it, it's kind of like a process of self-discovery at the same oh, yeah. time. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, just really having the time to sit down and think through, like, what I want to do in university. Like, what what will I be spending my time in uni? Uh, like, how I'll be doing that and just kind of, like, expressing that thought in those essays. That, that really helped me to, like, kind of crystallize what I would like to do in the next few years. Mm. Uh, and I think that's something that is uh, quite a precious takeaway from this whole yeah. experience. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So actually, um, from what I know, um, you actually flew to UK for uni interviews afterwards, right? Before uh, the, yeah. <laughs> yes, before the <laughs> lockdown. That was quite a quite an adventure. Um, so I had a, a interview for Imperial um, mm-hmm. in computing and... Uh, I decided to fly over. Um, 
possibly could have done it online. Again, <laughs> I just felt that it was the chance, the odds were much better. And um, mm-hmm. I also wanted to really understand how it's like at the school itself. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm not sure if you had the same experience, but personally, I felt very uncomfortable about you know, committing to a four-year program with like thousands of dollars involved, right? Uh, without yeah. ever setting foot in a campus that I'm going to be yeah. at for four years. Yeah. Um, so I thought, take the chance to 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 go to the uh to London to actually see how it it was like. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, the other part was really to understand, do do the interview, and have hopefully a better impression. Mm-hmm. And then, do you do any like solo traveling afterwards? Or? Oh yeah, so so that was um. I decided to take that time because, um, you know, conveniently while I was overseas, uh, I I also went uh, solo traveling in uh, Finland. So mm. this is one thing that a lot of the I suppose um, the UK students like, or more specifically the London students like, which is that uh, the UK is such a hub for everywhere else in Europe. So you can just you know on a weekend mm-hmm. uh, head to an airport and and get a cheap Ryanair flight to you know, Finland. And my experience in Finland was, uh, I decided to go um, couch surfing, which is this thing where it sounds super dubious, but like, <laughs> what you do is you, there's a community online of uh, foreigners uh, who, who are willing to, um, you know, host travelers uh, for mm-hmm. free and like basically sleep on, you know, their couch. And in return, you're kind of supposed to bring your own, uh, you know, culture and kind of like do some cultural sharing, mm-hmm two ways, you know, so that both people learn. So I, I was quite fortunate to actually meet with um, my host was, his name is Hecky, uh, and he's actually a Finnish software engineer um, who conveniently was uh, working at Tencel, I think. Tencel, if I remember their name, or Supercell, sorry, Supercell. They're the people who make Clash of Clans. So, oh, um, okay. and, uh, and every building in, in Finland has a sauna. So I went. We went to actually the the their headquarters, uh, their uh-huh. office on a on a Saturday to uh, obviously have a little look around uh, how it's like at the Clash mm-hmm. of Clans office, and uh, also uh, enjoy the sauna there. Uh, you know, wow. so very interesting experience. Uh, mm-hmm. Just spending a lot of time by myself, um, kind of taking in a place that I've always wanted to to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was that has been something that I'm I was looking forward to ever since like I entered oh, NS, like just being able to go on a solo trip after NS. Yeah, but oh well. Soon, <laughs> soon. Once once the vaccine yeah. gets uh, kicking in, we'll, we'll hopefully things will will get back to being good. Yeah, yeah. So um, so currently, what are you doing? Uh, you because you are taking a gap year this year, right? You're not yeah, correct. So, um, I was supposed to go. Uh, this fall, so August 2020. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the pandemic is a uh, not such a great idea to 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 uh, go to university. Um, so I've decided to defer a whole year, and uh, I'm kind of working on as a soft, currently I'm working as a software engineering intern uh, at a, a startup uh, doing uh, both web development stuff so like websites web applications and uh mm-hmm. some computer vision stuff which is how um machines can kind of take data from cameras and interpret that like you know 
-hmm. simple cases like object detection of like, oh, in this mm -hmm. uh, camera stream, I see that there's a car and the car is moving, you know, these kinds of um, problems. Mm -hmm. So um, prior to this, you mentioned that you had some technical expertise, right? But actually coming into this internship, um, did you already know everything, like all of, all of the technical knowledge uh, required or was it like more of like a learning process for? Yeah, so... This is actually my second internship. My earlier internship was at uh, GovTech, and that was between uh, June and August this year. Mm -hmm. uh, and in both cases, obviously, I have, you know, you come to realize how little you actually know. <laughs> um, and it's always a, it's always a learning process. Uh, um, mm -hmm. So obviously, I'm quite fortunate that I've had some experience before, so um, I, I can kind of grab the ropes faster. Um, mm -hmm. you know, pick up uh, things quicker because I kind of have like a context to work with and I can kind of guess what mm -hmm. sort of mental models people use in terms of programming. Um, mm -hmm. But it's 100% it's a learning experience. And I think um, that's the reason why I decided this year because I felt that, or at least the hypothesis is, is that uh, the suboptimal learning in uni now, which is mostly online class, right, mm -hmm. is isn't would be like just not as comparable to being in a, a startup where mm -hmm. I can also be learning a lot of things and uh, learning, I suppose, more practical applications, uh, which mm -hmm. I can which I can bring to uni, uh, and like really focus on like what I really want to dive into in terms of computing. So kind of having mm -hmm. a bit of a taste of like the entire landscape and planning better mm -hmm. what my four years at uni looks like. Mm -hmm. So um, would you encourage people like? like after NS to kind of like go for an internship or perhaps work just for the salary because I'm sure that's kind of like something that they have to kind of grapple with thinking about, mm. hey, should I go for something that, you know, pays me more mm. or should I go for like an intern internship where maybe they'll pay me slightly lesser but, you know, that kind of work experience is quite invaluable, right? Yeah, I think... Um, personally, I've been quite lucky because both my internships... Uh, pay me quite well, um, oh. and I was lucky because uh, I I've been like uh, there's this developer group um, that I kind of oh particip I I was in JC I went to and actually during NS I also went to on the weekends uh, which is mm -hmm. Junior Dev SG, uh, the mm -hmm. fantastic community of like coders and um, someone in the network there kind of referred me to these places. But coming back to the question of like you know, between learning and, and um, I suppose, compensation or money. Um, it's kind of tricky, right? I, it, it again, it depends on what your, your current uh, living circumstances are. But I think the easiest mm -hmm. way to quantify is like, uh, if you know how much you, you need to like have a living allowance, right? Which is like just have enough to eat, get transport, go out with your friends every mm -hmm. couple of weeks or however you like, know what that budget is and, if your internship can kind of cover that, uh, mm -hmm. as, as and you know if sorry if the internship right can meet that um, and gives you lots of learning, then that's a great thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you going from something that may be of higher compensation, but then you know higher than like what your living allowance is, but then like um, not really doing what you want or not having that flexibility to try different things mm -hmm. is um, you know is personally i feel that might not be so good yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um from now till next august right next fall right mm. you'll 
be embarking on more internships, I suppose? Going like Yeah. I mean hmm. um to be honest it's been quite scary. Um because obviously by the time I enter school I would be out of I would have not been in school for like four years, something like that. Which is yeah. which is like <laughs> how how many brain cells have I killed over the last four years, you know? Um mm-hmm. But I think it's taking I'm trying to take an active effort to um mm-hmm. learn whatever um materials that o- nicely overlap between what, what is required of me in the job and also what is in school. Um mm-hmm. so like so, so like in when I'm not at work or like during downtime at work, like look at um other resources like um mm-hmm. like actually textbooks. I've been looking at a lot of like CS textbooks. There's a website mm-hmm. called Teach Yourself CS um dot mm-hmm. com which has like an array of textbooks and like just having a look at those uh to kind of I suppose hold myself accountable so that I can make sure that I'm hitting whatever learning goals and I'm not just mm-hmm. uh spending my time in this gap year um kind of recessing receding in my in my uh academic mm-hmm. capabilities do I, I do i honestly think when when fall comes uh comes around next year i definitely have to be uh working very hard to uh get all my calculus or whatever other <laughs> stuff uh back up to to standard mm-hmm. um actually just one more tech specific question right mm-hmm. so for those um students who may want to pursue you know computer science or you know engineering things like that mm. like for example for me right i don't have much of a background in computer science so mm. how would you advise people like that to kind of approach um preparing for um university and kind of preparing for that first year where where you know people around them may already have existing knowledge that yeah. that, that can have like a huge gap to breach yeah Man, I don't feel like I'm the best person to answer this question cuz <laughs> but but I'll try. Um personally, I I I think is the first important thing to realize, right, is that if someone has more experience than you, um doesn't necessarily that they are like you you can never catch up with them. Mm-hmm. Um and like tech is so big that even if you have tons of technical experience, there's always something that you're not going to know. Like always and and it's a it's a thing that um personally I'm trying to learn how to deal with because I jump mm-hmm. between various kind of different technologies like I was doing mobile at the beginning then I did game development then I did web and like I'm doing ml at the moment so it's like it's almost because like you know what's the next hottest thing and I need to know it kind of thing so mm-hmm. I think every everyone will struggle with it but like uh, most important thing to realize first is like there's there's absolutely no way you can know everything lah right mm-hmm. so to kind of ease that pressure off like oh i have a classmate who's been programming ever since he was 2 you know um, <laughs> he's been he's mm-hmm. been touch typing since he was 3 and um but in terms of actionable advice um you know plenty of resources um online like there's free code camp uh which mm-hmm. a lot of people use to learn web development um lots of uh courses that you see uh, on Udemy uh, a lot of these great places you can kind of dive in oh and actually important important tip for people who are in NS right um the IMDA actually provides all these like Cred plus courses um mm-hmm. which allows you to like do a programming course that's supposed to be like $3000 on the weekend right for entirely for free so they're subsidized uh um. 
actually that's how I got into uh, machine well started into doing a bit more machine learning because I took a a course on the weekend six week long course mm-hmm. uh and it was subsidized by IMDA so kudos okay. to them so having those like looking at those resources whether it's online or whether you know as an NSF actually there are a lot of government subsidized courses those those are good places to start mm-hmm. um and in general it's just from there it's just more practice and um building more stuff yeah i think perhaps another piece of advice would be like um using github github is is like this I, I, I now I almost like consider it the social media, the code social media where like there's all mm-hmm. this free code that you can see online and see how other people code. Um, that's a very interesting way to kind of see the the processes of someone else. Because coding is not mm-hmm. just about um, you know what do I type. It's also about like uh, I have I'm trying to build something. Like how do I think? How do I write this code? Like how do I think about that code? How do I um, mm-hmm. structure that? What tools do I need? And GitHub is quite a nice place where you can see more of that rather than just what's in that one Python file or so on. True, true. So um, maybe we'll just kind of wrap this up for today. Um, any like um, some final advice that you would like to share with our audience with regards to how to kind of um, embrace this two, the next two years of their journey in NS and to kind of prepare for going um, to university, whether it's local or overseas? Yeah, I think the most important thing at the very beginning is having an open mind um, mm-hmm. to kind of embrace the the, cult- the new culture of NS. Whether you like it or you don't, you kind of need to assimilate to it and learn how to work within it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, give, your, give yourself that time to, to do that. Uh, but then, you know, after that point, uh, usually once you like, past BMT or you go through your training school and you enter unit, right? You get to a point where there's a certain rhythm, right? You're, you're just mm-hmm. doing, you're probably doing, you know, like when your trainings are, like what your days look like. And maybe that's a good point to start thinking of like, oh, where can I find like these pockets of opportunities to do things? Or like, when do I have some mm-hmm. free time that, uh, or this unused time where I can um, do something, you know, uh, and, and, you know, you don't necessarily need to spend your time doing uni stuff. I think it's just understanding like uh, what I plan to do for the next whatever one and a half years after all your training, uh, mm-hmm. and knowing where you're going to end up after the one and a half years. Mm-hmm. Uh, be it whether you want to spend more time doing the military stuff uh, and kind of uh, engaging more of that, you know, or you want to uh, spend time learning other materials. Um, for school, prepping for school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the last tip is that, <laughs> not last tip, <laughs> but the last thing that I would like to share is that the Kindle, an Amazon Kindle fits perfectly inside the tie pocket of your number four. So <laughs> <laughs> if you ever need to bring something to camp to uh, read, it's actually really, really useful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I think that's a great advice for some of our audience here. If you want to read a book, buy a... <laughs> <laughs> save the earth right save some paper yeah <laughs> yeah um so thanks so much uh, Barnett, for um spending, spending some time here today to share with our audience about your story 
And to our audience, if you'd like to hear more of these stories, be sure to stay tuned to our future episodes of Unity. And if you'd like to connect with more seniors and learn more about all things related to studying overseas, do feel free to join our Unibridge community on Telegram. You can find the link to our Telegram group on our Instagram page at unibridge underscore SG, so be sure to give us a follow. Thank you so much, Barnett, and we'll see you guys again in the next episode of our podcast. Bye!